Hello everyone and welcome back to the bonus content series of Reasons for Recovery. I hope you all have had a great week uh, this week whenever you may be listening to this. Uh, For me personally, it was my spring break this past week, so finally got a break from all of my classes and I've really been enjoying that, but I do unfortunately go back tomorrow. Um, But I'm very, very close to finishing my college degree, so that is, you know, one thing to look forward to, but uh, I was very tired from the semester, so I'm glad that I got a break this week. One thing to mention before I get into today's episode, uh, this is the next to last episode of Reasons for Recovery, the bonus content series. Um, As you guys know, I ended my full-length podcast back last year in December, or November, actually, Um, And I've been doing this little mini bonus content series for you guys uh, to give you some extra content. But tomorrow, or not tomorrow, I'm just saying the wrong things this week. (laughs) Next week, uh, not tomorrow, next week is uh, the very last episode of this bonus content series. Um, So yeah, I hope you all have been enjoying the series. Both of them, the first one that I put out and this one that I'm currently doing, I hope that it's been some sort of um, insight to you on uh, anything to do with eating disorder recovery. Um, I hope that it's, you know, been beneficial to you in some sort of way. But yes, unfortunately, the last episode of Reasons for Recovery as a whole, in general, um, will be next Saturday. Um, So that's really crazy to think about, but um, I'm very glad that I'm ending everything on a great note and knowing that I helped a lot of people out and entertained a lot of you guys as well. So let's go ahead and just get on into this week's episode and forget about the fact that next week is going to be the last episode ever. Um, We're continuing with our story time series uh, where I just tell you guys... um, stories, events that happened in my past, and what I learned from those um, big events in my life, whether it be pre-recovery, during my recovery, or post-recovery. So I think in this episode, I really want to share with you guys um, a time during my recovery. I really want to share with you guys the time when I kind of figured out during my recovery that I really shouldn't be documenting it um, so intensely online, like on social media. And you'll see what I mean in a minute uh, when I say that. But um, for those of you that are not really close friends or family members of mine that are listening to this, um, if you only know me from the podcast... Um, Basically, before I ever completed my like physical recovery from an eating disorder, I decided to document my progress through um, an Instagram account. I had seen a lot of people doing this, a lot of people, you know, making Instagrams where it's like, so-and-so recovers or like recovering for so-and-so. Um, so my Instagram account was called Recovering Krista, which if you didn't know, Krista is like my full real uh, first name. It's not Chris. but um, So I had an account called Recovering Krista where I would post almost daily on there uh, basically to hold myself accountable 
um, and to, you know, keep me up with my, keep me like up to date on my recovery for like everybody out there, like just showing them what I'm eating today, letting them know like you can eat too if you're having trouble, you know, blah, 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 the whole, the whole nine yards. And this account at first was a very good thing for me. And I feel like I've talked about, you know, this specific time in my life in a past episode. I'm not sure if I have or not. Um, but I know for sure I've definitely talked about, um, you know, the effects of having a social media account during your recovery, um, and which we'll talk about that right now. But basically, you know, before I um, ever had this podcast, that was the way that I was able to show people my recovery and talk about my recovery publicly. Um, and it was more so to hold myself accountable and to make me remember like, hey, you need to be eating today. You need to be fueling yourself properly today because, you know, you've got a couple of hundred followers that are making sure that you're, you know, doing well in your recovery. And it's, it, I just, like I said, I just mainly made this account to hold myself accountable to help me remember to stay on track and stuff like that. Which, like I said, that can be a good thing for some people. You know, sometimes if people really need that accountability, they can make a social media account to kind of track their progress and show how far they've come in their recovery and stuff like that, which was what my original intent was um, during this time. So like I said, everything was going great at first with this account. And I think I had the account for probably, let's see, I started it like the moment that I had gotten out of the hospital in late February. And I think that I ended it, like I deleted it in August of the same year. So let's see, how long is that? February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So about six months. So I had this account for about six months um, and everything was going smoothly for majority of that six months. But probably around the last month and a half or so, um, things just did not feel right um, with having that social media account. Um, and that was because I started to find myself comparing my Instagram to other people's Instagrams account, uh, Instagram accounts. And by that, I mean, I started comparing like my recovery progress to other people's recovery progress, um, which is not the intent that I wanted with that account. Um, basically I had a lot of mutuals on that account that were also going through recovery as well. I had never met them in person. I just knew them through Instagram. They also had made a recovery account to document their progress and try to, you know, just hold themselves accountable in some sort of way and stuff like that. But I had started to find myself towards the end of having this account, comparing myself to them. Like, for example, I vividly remember one day, um, a mutual that I had on this app, um, on Instagram, they had posted that they only ate, um, a, a very little amount. Let's just say that they had not eaten well that day. And I remember comparing it to my, um, post that I had made that day. And it had talked about how much I had ate and how much I had fueled myself. Um, and when I saw that this other person was, saying that they ate very little, it started to get to me, you know, because when you have an eating disorder, you do a lot of comparing in your life and you, 
you know, look at others and see what others are doing and you try to compare yourself to that. So with me seeing this person, you know, posting, you know, I didn't have a good day. I didn't eat that well. Um, just, you know, cause that's what we did. We held ourselves accountable. Even on the bad days, we would post and say like, you know, I didn't eat well today. Tomorrow will be a better day. Something like that. You know, I would find myself, I, I found myself looking at that person going, oh my gosh, I wish that was me. Like, I wish that I had not eaten well today. Because that's what an eating disorder does. It, it puts stupid thoughts into your brain. So I had found myself doing that many times on this app. Like, every time I had opened up Instagram and I would, like, look at other people's accounts and see what they had posted, I would instantly compare it to what I had eaten that day. So, like, if someone did not eat well that day and I ate a good amount that day... I would feel so guilty, like just instantly have so much guilt over the stuff that I had eaten because I wasn't like this other person who had eaten very little. And an eating disorder is just, it's just like that. <laughs> There's no way around it. It's, it just sucks. Um, and it was very, very hard, I found, towards the end of um, me having this account. It was very hard to not compare myself to other people and to not be influenced by what other people were posting because eventually it got around to where uh, pro-Anna stuff was on my account, which if you don't know what that is, it's people that are basically um, for eating disorders, people that want to have eating disorders um, and they promote it. They, they show and document their progress of giving themselves an eating disorder basically and it's very scary and it's very terrible um but the longer that I had found myself comparing myself to these people the longer I or the the more I found out that you know there's all these pro Anna stuff on my account there's all this all, all this like pro eating disorder stuff that's being advertised to me um showing up on my explore page and it just became more of an influence to me to want to relapse so one day in August of that same year that I had made the account, I remember just cold turkey deleting the Instagram account. I remember I was at school with um, on the phone with my mom at the time, and I was just telling her about how this social media account was such a great thing at first, but it had started to make me want to relapse. Like the longer that I had spent on that app, the more I wanted to, you know, dig back into my eating disorder habits. So I remember just deleting it without, you know, any sort of warning. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't leave like a goodbye message on there because I had like a good bit of followers on that account. Um, I just deleted it like cold turkey, deleted the app um, or deleted the account. So there was no trace of it. Like you can't find it to this day. Um, and I just said, you know, screw it. I can do this without having an Instagram account to document it. You know, I can do this on my own um, without having to post it. And, you know, it'll deter me from comparing myself to other people online. And that was the big thing that I really learned uh, during this time in my life is that even though it's good to hold yourself accountable in some sort of way, and for me, it was, you know, documenting my progress on this Instagram account, you know, it still can be very detrimental to your recovery. It can still be harmful if you're not doing it the right way, if you're not holding yourself accountable in the correct ways. And in this case, uh, after a few months, I wasn't doing it in the correct way. And I had started to compare myself and I had started to, 
you know, see what other people were doing and get instantly guilty if I was not exactly like that. And that's not what we want when we recover. So it was the best thing for me to do to delete that account. And it's just good. It's it's just a good reminder to this day. It's a very good reminder um, that, you know, I can go without having some sort of platform um, on social media or wherever it might be to hold myself accountable. This podcast, um, yes, for one, it does hold me accountable. But two, the biggest reason I made this is because I wanted to share my story to people and I wanted to just share what I've learned over the years of having this disorder um, and how it's affected my life. And this is one of the biggest stories that I really wanted to talk about because even though it's great to get your message out to people, sometimes the internet can be toxic. Sometimes social media can be a very toxic place for people who are very vulnerable with their eating disorder. Um, And it just helps me remember, you know, there are many other ways to hold yourself accountable and um, it's not good to compare yourself to others and it's not good to feel bad if you didn't eat a certain way that somebody else ate that day. You know, it's not it's not good in general to compare yourself to somebody else during your recovery. In your recovery, only what you are doing should be a concern, not what anybody else is doing. In your recovery, you are focused on yourself. You are focused on fueling yourself and making sure you are okay and you are happy and healthy and it shouldn't be what somebody else is doing. And I learned that very quickly um, with having this account, um, this Instagram account. Um, So even though it did do a bit of damage to me and made me almost slip into a relapse, it does help me remember, you know, that I don't need to be looking at other people Uh, for recovery. I don't need to be looking at what other people are eating and what other people are doing. I can look at my, I can just look at myself and focus on what I am doing and what I am putting into my body, um, not what other people are doing. So yeah, there you guys go. There is my fourth uh, story time episode for you guys. Um, Like I said, next week is the very last episode of the series and as uh, for reasons for recovery as a whole. Um, I hope you all have been enjoying this series. And if you heard anything in this episode that just resonated with you and you'd like to talk more about it, or if you've been listening to this podcast in general and there's just something that you really would like to talk about, you can come and talk to me. My Instagram DMs are open. And if you don't have Instagram, um, My email is also open for you to send an email to. Those are down in the description for you to utilize. And if you think you are ready to start your recovery, but you uh, need, you know, that professional help to guide you in the right direction, um, there are some hotlines down in the description that you can call as well as some supplemental resources for you to visit uh, just to get more information about that. Uh, But yeah, that's all I have for you guys. I'll see you guys next week. And remember to stay safe and healthy.